Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Over Easy. My name is Manny. In case you're new here, or welcome back. In case you're new here, I am a 22-year-old who is just trying to figure out life. That's really all I can say about myself. Today, I have a nice cup of coffee with me in my little M mug. It's uh, Starbucks breakfast blend beans with almond milk, vanilla almond milk, and some Starbucks oat and almond creamer, and it is delicious. Anyways, today we're back with another episode. You can see what the title is. It's one month of living alone and what I've learned and stuff like that, just my experience. But before we get into that, I have a rose bud and thorn for you. I'm going to start with my bud today. My bud is that I get a couple afternoons off this week. So if you don't know, I basically work like 45 hours a week, which is uh, 10 hours per Monday to Thursday and then five hours on Friday. So I get a half day on Friday. But uh, it's been very tiring for sure, especially going from, you know, being a student who barely had any hours of class a week to now I have so much work so many hours of work every day and it's not like work from home work it's like I'm in office work and pretty busy work so it's been kind of a hard transition for me but I've been surviving and uh, I have a couple afternoons off this week because I actually work uh, one of my jobs is with my boyfriend we teach math and he was like you know I feel like you are very tired so I'm gonna give you some afternoons off and I was like oh my god thank you Yeah, so I'm very excited about that. I booked a couple fitness classes, gonna just enjoy some time off. I do have a little bit of other work to do, probably gonna do some like content and stuff like that, but all in all, it's gonna be very exciting. I'm very happy about that. My rose is that I went on a very nice walk yesterday, and just in general, I'm so thankful that Vancouver weather is still very sunny right now. Let's not jinx it, so knock on wood. But yesterday, I went on a hike, not a hike, a walk. I've been loving walking in my new neighborhood. It's been so much fun. I basically walk through my neighborhood, and then I kind of live near a trail. So I went through my neighborhood and then kind of went back out on the road and then onto the trail, and it was just so nice, and it was an amazing walk it was like the perfect time like it was around 45 minutes and it was like three kilometers so it was like a lengthy walk and it was just really really enjoyable I really liked it so I honestly might do that today as well if I have time because it's been really fun I also have been really enjoying listening to podcasts like I feel like they are the perfect medium to like having some noise in the background, but not as intense as a YouTube video or something like that. So I've been really enjoying uh, listening to podcasts. I've been loving, not gonna lie, I've been following up on the drama with the Try Guys. I listen to the Try Guys podcast, um, but also listening just to Wild Till Nine, pretty basic, and also full coverage. I really have been liking those podcasts recently. They're just like really fun to listen to and make you feel like you're not alone, which I guess is the point of a podcast. So that's kind of my rose, pretty good, and my bud, so yeah. My thorn, hmm, what is my thorn? What is my thorn? Okay, well, I the only thing I can really think of, it's not even really a thorn, but my, th- 
basically yesterday I went back to, I had my first therapy session in almost seven months. I haven't had therapy since March and today, not today, yesterday was my first session in a very long time, as you can imagine. And um, it was kind of hard because obviously I want to also update you guys on my episode from last week because it was kind of super serious, but I ended up talking a little bit about kind of what I talked about last week about, you know, what am I doing? I don't really feel adequate, stuff like that. And it kind of, my therapy session left me with a lot to think about. And I've just been thinking about it, you know, since yesterday and also kind of this morning and trying to figure out like why I am the way that I am, which obviously is a very open-ended and deep-rooted question. Like that's not very easy to answer. So that's kind of been toying with my mind and it kind of doesn't stress me out, but obviously is like not the best to think about. So that's kind of my thorn for today, I guess. But yeah, kind of leading into that, I wanted to give an update on my little existential crisis from last week. Um, If you missed it, I kind of just had a very hard week last week, just kind of more so just thinking about you know, what I want to do and, you know, I'm out of grad, out of university now and all this kind of stuff. And I know that like deep down, I know that I don't need to figure things out, but obviously getting caught in the moment, it gets really stressful. And sometimes really like you just feel pressured to, even though, you know, you're not supposed to, you're like, well, I have to do it anyway. Like I might as well do it now, but I'm really, really, really just trying to let myself enjoy once in a while I'll get TikToks. I think I talked about this last week, but yesterday I got a TikTok about a person who's in their like late 20s, literally giving advice to people in their early 20s and saying that, you know, you don't have to rush to figure things out. And it really, just really enjoy because again, I'm the youngest I have, I will ever be again. I will never be this young. I will never not have these freedoms and responsibilities and stuff like that you know I'm not really tied down to anything right now so I am in a very you know everyone who's in their post-grad life is in a very interesting position and you kind of need to take advantage of that I guess we don't have to always just be stressing ourselves out about trying to figure things out so I'm doing a lot better Uh, I haven't completely like solved everything I'm not going to say that you know my life is perfect now But at least I'm not, you know, constantly crying about these issues. Not that I was before, I really wasn't, but it's not like it's constantly weighing me down. It's kind of something that I am learning to be comfortable with. The fact that, you know, it's okay to not have everything figured out. It's okay to not feel tip top about ourselves 24-7. Like that's just not realistic. So that is my little update for you guys. I am doing a lot better I think also my hot girl walks helped a lot. Anyways, let's get into my one month living alone update. So I kind of split this into just like three main topics, three main sections. One is just good things I've noticed, bad things I've noticed, and some tips for if you're going to live alone. Okay, so let's start with some of the good things. One of the best things by far and it was mainly the reason I was moving out was my sanity and mental health has improved significantly barring all the you know existential crises that I've had I feel like I would have had that anyway if I moved out or not 
I have felt so much inner peace and just calm since I've moved out and it is so nice. I, when I was living at home, it was really hard obviously because you're constantly surrounded by people and I am someone who like doesn't always do that well with a lot of stimulation around and also just on top of that, I feel like living as an immigrant child like a first generation I'm not even a first generation I'm actually an immigrant so I but I consider myself first generation because I've basically lived here my entire life but living in an immigrant family is definitely a very like interesting experience I'm sure a lot of people can relate my counselor and I were actually talking about this yesterday he's also from an immigrant family so we were kind of just sharing what we felt and it was very relatable between the both of us so it's definitely like not a unique experience I feel like a lot of people also experience this so if you're also feeling this just know you're not alone but it drived drove me crazy um when I was living at home you know it's not even that like they that my parents or grandparents have bad intentions they really don't but it just comes off in a very like berating way that can be really hard to deal with for example um, I always remember when I was trying to cook lunch because there was a big period of time when I was living at home that school was online because of COVID so obviously I was at home all day doing schoolwork, and then I would just cook lunch at home and just basically be at home like 24 7 and that point of my life was not great so every time I would try to cook lunch and you know because I was at home and I had the time and the luxury I would try to cook some new things you know try out some new recipes but it was so hard to do that because my grandparents were constantly you know watching over my shoulder commenting on my like cooking techniques my grandma would be like no 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 you're doing this wrong blah 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 when in reality like all I wanted to do was try all I wanted to do was try something new and just figure it out for myself but I really wasn't given that opportunity and again they have the best intentions right they just want you to they want to help you like because obviously I didn't know how to cook they wanted to help me with that but I feel like the way that they did it was just not the right way it was not the right strategy because I'm a very I I do while I do like listening to instructions I also sometimes can get very headstrong and just want to figure things out on my own and if I'm not given that opportunity then it gets really frustrating so yeah that was one like that kind of experience was something that I really couldn't deal with while living at home and it's like not just one off right like that might sound like fine like once in a while but it's like every single day and you know they're not just berating me about my cooking but you know they're berating about cleaning and blah 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 it's just there's a lot so it was not very fun to deal with um, at home I was very fortunate that they were there to help and stuff like that but I feel like in this period of my life I just cannot deal with that so that's kind of been a really nice change now that I move out and live by myself is obviously that it's a lot quieter and I can kind of think for myself and figure it out. One thing that I realized is when I'm put in the position, like I can do a lot of things. For example, like 
when I was solo traveling and I was by myself in these new cities, like, and I had to figure out like how to get places or stuff like that. It's like, I've never had experience doing that because I've literally never traveled by myself. But when I was put in the position, like I could figure it out, you know, it wasn't like I'm incapable. So having these, like living alone has, um, gifted me a lot of these new opportunities to figure these new things out you know like trying to clean the oven like I've never done that before but I figured it out and I tried to clean the oven so you know I feel like it's just such a big growth opportunity that I've really really enjoyed and I've obviously just been doing really well after a really busy work day I really appreciate being able to come back and it is quiet and I can just chill rather than have to entertain my grandparents or my mom and stuff like that yeah okay next up i one thing that has really helped um or just improved now that i live alone is i really appreciate socializing like i really really appreciate it when i'm doing it because i feel like before and this has been kind of a struggle i've had my entire life is i've never really liked socializing with the people I just remember in high school when I had this like friend group I just you know when I would be hanging out with them I'd be like I really just don't want to be here right now like I'd rather just be at home and so I really like got into a habit of kind of being ungrateful for the people in my life and just wishing I'd rather be at home and not being like spending time with them but now that I live alone obviously I spend a lot of time by myself and also the fact that you know I work so much so I don't get to see my friends all that often I really do appreciate when we are able to meet up and just have fun together this kind of goes for like spending time with my boyfriend as well is those few hours where we get to be boyfriend girlfriend rather than co-workers is really really nice compared like compared to before I feel like I value our time together a lot more like one example I talked about this last week but it was me hosting my friends over for board game night and I still think about it because it was just so much fun and I really really enjoyed that experience and being able to have my friends over and socializing in such a nice way and you know it was a very long time since I had seen them so it really made me grateful for that and I, I really appreciate socializing now kind of also goes with Um, spending time with my family is I spend much more intentional high quality time with them rather than kind of being resentful for other things that you know like if my grandma kind of made me mad then before I would be kind of resentful when we were eating dinner together but now that you know I have some time alone and we spend some time apart the time that we do spend together is a lot better and just much much better for everyone so that has been really, really nice and um, makes me really appreciate the people in my life now. And I, I it kind of sucks that it had to be like I had to move out to figure that out. But also that's just the way it is, right? Sometimes you don't realize the things that you have until they're not as regular anymore. We get so comfortable in our regular routines and our regular comfort zone that we kind of take everything for granted. And that can be really hard. So yeah that's that's that on that another good thing i guess you could kind of see it as a bad thing but i see it as a good thing is i have become a lot more responsible and a lot more on top of my game because obviously everything is on you when you're living alone you know if you don't clean your apartment you're the one that has to live in a dirty apartment if you don't do your laundry you're the one that has to wear dirty clothes again all that kind of stuff you know when you're living alone like everything really is up to you and that has really like kick 
kicked my bum and got me into a much more responsible way of life if that makes sense like I've learned you know every single day when I cook I try to you know wipe down the stove and the counter after I'm done so that the dirty stuff doesn't build up at the end of the week and I have to deal with even more cleaning so it's just like doing small things every single day to help myself has really helped me be more responsible and be on top of my game also just the fact that like I love devoting one of my like my Sundays to cleaning and running errands and I I don't know I get really motivated when I'm doing chores and stuff now because I know that you know it's going to make my living experience a lot better if I am able to go grocery shopping if I'm able to do my laundry and wash my sheets and all that I don't know I feel like I've been like I don't see chores as like a uh, oh, I must do this. And don't get me wrong. This is not like 24-7. I definitely am get tired and don't want to do my laundry at times. But all in all, I feel like my perspective towards my chores and, and cleaning has been like, oh, I have such a privilege getting to live in such a beautiful space by myself. Like I should take care of it. It has been, yeah, just like kind of a game changer. I remember when I was living at home, I did not feel this way. I was like, Ugh, I don't need a vacuum like that doesn't really matter and then there would be like hairballs on the floor which is kind of gross to be honest I've learned that I shed a lot of hair now that I live alone and I have to vacuum all the time it's sometimes it can be like three days and then there's hair all over the floor again I don't even know how that happens but it just does so I really like that you know I've been a little bit more responsible and just on top of my game and and stuff like that and it really yeah, has made me a lot happier, I think. If that, I don't know, like I, I say I think because I don't know if those are the right words, but I just enjoy that I'm kind of a little bit more able to manage everything that I need to get done. Another good thing from living alone is hosting people over. So I'm going to bring up this board games night again, but I just, I've always been a person that loves hosting people. I love taking care of people, making sure they're having fun. And sometimes for me, it can actually get a little stressful. So I, I tend to do better when I host small groups, but I love like having people together like being the reason why people are together like I love that so obviously living in my own place has afforded me to be able to host a lot of people and do that I'm still trying to furnish my den so that you know it can be an optimal dinner slash board game slash whatever table but it is so much fun to have people over and just be like connected it kind of goes back to me appreciating socializing but I really do appreciate when I'm able to bring these people together and we're able to spend time together like spend quality time together it's very very fun another good thing obviously is uh growth and independence I feel like yeah I've grown a lot in terms of independence wise like I'm able to do things on my own and not have to rely on other people which is really nice and just figure things out for myself like I think I've become a big problem solver now and it's definitely improved my critical thinking and problem solving skills for sure because I don't know it's like small things right like figuring out what I want to have for dinner and like cooking that and executing that and then going grocery shopping to be able to feed myself and make sure that I'm getting all the appropriate nutrients that I need I don't know I feel like it's just it's really helped with that I'm able to take care of myself a lot better 
lastly my last good thing obviously there's a lot more good things but these are kind of just my preliminary list to what I could think of is my cooking has improved a lot and just my cooking strategies I guess because some days I really don't want to cook like some days I get home from work at like 7 30 and by the time I get home it's like eight o'clock and then I have to go to sleep at nine so some days you know it's not the best but on the weekends and stuff when I have a bit more time like I really do enjoy cooking and trying out new recipes and stuff like that and it's been really really fun to do that so my cooking has improved I've been able to cook a few more recipes and at least like vary up what I eat like Honestly, I hate eating the same thing every single day. And I know that's a huge privilege to say. So being able to cook a new recipe every single night or like something different has been really, really fun and has improved my cooking a lot. And I've enjoyed and I like really figured out my groove with that. You know, it doesn't have to be super complicated, but it's still delicious. So yeah, those are all the good things that I have noticed while I'm living alone. Obviously, I'm going to learn more about myself. It's only been like a week, not a week, a month or so, like just over a month. So it's been literally only four weeks. That's really not a lot of time. It feels like very long, but it's not a lot of time. And yeah, let's get into the not so good things that I've noticed about living alone. All right, now you're getting into some of the not so good things about living alone. First of all, I'm going to start with a small one, but this is actually not very small. Bugs. <sighs> I cannot tell you how much I've had to deal with killing spiders and getting rid of flies in my apartment. Um. Okay, so I'll tell you a couple stories. First of all, I had a spider on the ceiling of my bathroom. I don't even know how it got there. I feel like it came out of the like the little vent. I don't know, but it was chilling on my bathroom ceiling for a couple days. I left it because I was like, first of all, I can't reach up there. And second of all, he's not really moving a lot, so I'll just leave him. But it eventually got to a point where he was making spider webs up on the ceiling of my bathroom. And I was like, I don't want to have to deal with this dust collecting there, all this kind of stuff. So I got my little feather duster, extended it to the longest length and started swatting at him. I didn't actually hit the spider. I was trying to get rid of the webs, but somehow I swatted and the spider flew down across the bathroom and I screamed, but luckily he landed in the sink by some miracle. Fell from the ceiling, landed in the sink, so I got the drain open and I drowned him. I'm so sorry. I feel so bad, but really I just, I was so scared and I could not do anything else. Anyways, next one. Um, last week I told you about how there was a fly flying around my window. Yeah, so that was, I think, the first fly that I had to deal with. Uh, flies just get in, you know, I go out on the patio, the doors open, stuff like that. It's normal. The flies, after I leave and I turn all the lights off, they love going to the window because obviously there's a lot of light there. So they end up going onto the little bug screen on the window, but they're like on the inside of the apartment. And since they're there and I really don't want to have to kill them, I just close the window and let them die there. <laughs> I feel so bad. So uh, on my windowsill, there's a couple of dead flies because another one came in a couple days ago. I don't even know how. And uh, he also went to the window and then I just closed the window and now he's dead there. So there's two dead fly carcasses on my windowsill. This is so inappropriate. I am so sorry, but it's just the truth. I've had to deal with killing bugs and stuff like that. And I've grown a lot in it, but it still makes me very scared. 
So that's one of the not so good things. If you're not scared of bugs, I really wish you could come over and kill all the bugs for me, please. Because this is like one of the worst things about living alone, truly. Okay, next thing that's not so great about living alone is the budget. You have to be very on top of your budget, especially in this economy where inflation is at an all-time high, gas prices are so volatile, and just everything is everywhere. I have had to be really careful, just like kind of checking on my budget spreadsheet every single week, just making sure that, you know, I'm going to be able to afford living. And uh, it's been very tough. But I also think this has taught me a lot more responsibility when it comes to my budget and not being such a material girl and spending left and right. So it is kind of also a good thing, but it also is not a great thing because, you know, I get caught up in online shopping, online window shopping now. I say, I look at the tab, I look through the pages, add to my cart to simulate the feeling of buying something online, but then I just close the tab. Yeah, I mean, my budget isn't so tight that I've had to be super mindful. Like in general, I still can afford to live and stuff, which I'm really grateful for. But it's definitely a big change compared to when I was living at home where I didn't have to really think about anything. Okay, my next one is actually, you know, comes from one of the good things. I said that one of the good things is that you're responsible for everything. One of the bad things is also that you're responsible for everything. So that means if you don't do your laundry one day, you're going to be stuck with dirty clothes for the rest of the week. If you don't cook dinner, guess what? You're not eating. Just stuff like that. It's uh, definitely not the bestest, but it also kicks butt, kick, kick starts my butt into gear and forces me to do things. So it's not terrible, um, but there are days where I don't want to do my laundry and I have to. I feel like one of the things that really helps is there's that rule that's like if you don't want to do something just start it for two minutes and you'll realize that like actually most things don't take that long to do because two minutes you can easily just put a load of laundry into the laundry machine and what's best about laundry is once you put it in you don't have to do it anymore. I don't also have a problem with folding because I think honestly folding clothes is one of my favorite parts of doing laundry. It's like one of my favorite chores ever. So that's not really something I struggle with. Okay, next up is obviously living alone. You can be a little bit lonely at times. There are times, you know, where I feel like I haven't talked to a person for like three days. That's obviously not true, but it feels like that. And so One of the bad things that can come from that is that you're kind of just like, one thing I'll do is just be glued to my phone and watching TikTok to kind of let the sound take up the environment and feel like I'm being surrounded by people. Another reason why I like listening to podcasts is it kind of fills up that empty space. So it can be lonely at times, but I think also you have to have that loneliness in order to be able to appreciate the socializing, kind of like what I said earlier is that, you know, I feel like I wouldn't appreciate socializing as much if I did not spend so much time alone now, which is good. So it's not a terrible thing. Um, There are definitely ways around it. Like I'll just watch some TikTok and uh, listen to a podcast. But yeah, honestly, it's it's okay. To be honest, uh, a lot of things about moving out is manageable, which is good. 
lastly, one of the bad things is, you know, there are days when you're exhausted and you still have to run your errands because those are the things you really need to actually survive. Like, there are days when I'm so tired I can't even get out of bed, but I just have to go grocery shopping. Otherwise, I'm left with no food for the week. And that's something you have to do. So there's definitely times this is I mean, this is just adulting, right? Like you just have to deal with some stuff, even if you don't feel like it. And that is, you know, the way it is. It's OK. Honestly, once I come back from grocery shopping, if I'm so exhausted, I just lie down in bed. <laughs> but uh, those are actually all my not so good things um, for, about living alone that I have noticed. Again, I have only lived alone for about over a month. So obviously more things are going to come up and I have not had the full experience. But honestly, it's been a really good experience for me so far. And uh, my last section is going to be some tips that I have about living alone. Okay, so first is budget. This is something I actually didn't really do before I moved out because I kind of moved out on a whim and it was like a really last minute experience, but I really wish I did have a few more months of kind of trial running how much groceries would be, how much living would be, just including my gym membership and my like everything, you know? I feel like I should have kind of thought about that for a little bit longer before moving out, but then again, like you'll have to figure it out eventually, so I, I do figure it out now and that's just kind of the way it is. So definitely think of some sort of budgeting system for yourself. For me personally, I use a Google sheet and it's just really simple. I just track my income and then also my expenses just to make sure I'm not spending over. And um, just keeping track of that. Also, like I think the act of like writing down what you spend money on even though it's kind of redundant, like obviously you can see it in your bank statements, writing it down and being aware of that makes you realize like, oh, I'm spending a lot of money on X, Y, Z that I should not be. So it kind of makes you just more aware of the money you're spending, especially because right now with credit cards and stuff, it doesn't even feel like you're spending money. You're just like tap, tap, tap. So definitely think of some budget way that works for you. It doesn't have to be that complicated. I know I see a lot of like Notion girlies use Notion for their budget, but it's so complicated that I don't even understand how to use it. It doesn't have to be that way. It really can just be super simple, like even writing it down on a notebook, something like that. Anything works. Whatever works for you will work. My second tip is to make your apartment a bit of a comfy place, not even a bit, a super comfy place, because this is going to be the place that kind of comforts you, like you'll be in when you're upset and happy and sad, and your apartment is yours, like you really should make it cozy and feel like your own space. Like I have decorated so much with hanging up wall calendars, hanging up photos, hanging, I mean, you can see, hanging up all these photos in my den has made it such a more personable space and makes it feel less like just a white room. And I really like that. So definitely find ways to make your apartment more comfy, whether it's, I have a bookshelf that I really, really like. I light candles now and it's been super nice. Like really lighting candles is so simple, but it really makes my space like smell good. And I like how cozy it looks. I have some potted plants on my windowsills, which also makes it a super nice space. Just cute little accent pieces and making your space more personalized really does make it a better place for you to live. Even if it's like super simple, you're like, oh, I'm never going to notice this anyways. It really helps. I, I find that it really, really does help actually. So I really like that. 
My last tip is for women that are living alone um, or men, anyone, if you just have to be a little more conscious of your safety, I, especially now that it's coming up on winter in North America and, you know, the daylight is not as prevalent as it was in the summer. It gets dark a lot earlier. It doesn't get dark or is still dark pretty early in the morning and stuff. Um, If you want... I would suggest getting one of those, I don't know what they're called, but you stick them in the like door and then people can't open the door. I had one of those when I was in Austin and I stuck it in my Airbnb because, you know, I had a separate entrance and the door led right out to the public. So that made me feel a lot better about how people couldn't get in. Also like double locking your doors. I have a lock on the door and then also on the handle. So just doing whatever you can to give you peace of mind. And the nightlights also really helps me with my paranoia as well, actually. I I talked about the nightlights that I got from Amazon last week, and they really do help with just making it not so freaky at night because it gets really dark where I live. So I really like that. Otherwise, also getting to know your neighbors and getting your their contact information. I have my neighbors' contact information and all that just in case something happens or you need to talk to them also really does help as well. So those are kind of my tips. I don't have a ton. I really do feel like it's a very like live and learn experience, like learn as you live, live as you learn. And it has been really, really rewarding for me. So if you're thinking about moving out, it is the time. Obviously, just consider if it's financially possible for you or just everything like that. But honestly, I felt like moving out has really taught me so much that I couldn't have learned at school or from my parents. It's just really been a good experience that I've enjoyed. So I really enjoy that. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you learned something new. I will see you next week with another episode. Bye.